Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. I have paper cuts from my Glenn stack already. Uh-oh. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Steph. A lot wow. going on on the justice front. Wow, wow, wow. Where should we start? Uh, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with Ivanka. So uh, sh- they are asking her. This is not a subpoena yet. They're asking Ivanka Trump. But there was a lot in this letter that was released publicly as if to say we already have a lot of stuff, right? I mean, I, I give me your... Um, Obviously, Liz Cheney had said before, we know his daughter. We have firsthand testimony. She went in at least twice to ask him to stop this violence. That was previously. So uh, what, what, is, what is your take on, on Ivanka, first of all, and what's going to happen there? And also, there's, she's in the New York AG thing, which looks more like criminal culpability, right, in that she was the one that dealt with Deutsche Bank and may have signed yeah. false statements. But go ahead. Yeah, she's going to be privy to some of daddy's uh, corrupt intent, his state of mind, what he was thinking, what he was saying. And so those statements are important, important. Like you say, Steph, you know, we can see the investigative circle tightening because they're beginning to get to the to the players who are closest to Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani and now Ivanka. That is a sign that they are nearing the end of their investigation because you don't begin stepping to the, the main players or what might actually be the targets of the investigation until the very end, because you want everybody else's account of what happened. You want the documents, the texts, the, you know, and everything else. And then you want to confront the main players with that evidence. And Ivanka better remember there is no daddy daughter privilege that yes. she can invoke to try to <laughs> that's prevent, not a thing. You yeah. know, yeah. that's not a thing. Not, and there is a, a, a husband wife privilege, but I'm not even going to go there. Um, <laughs> But but the um, nothing for daughter wife in the in the law. But the only question for Ivanka and we may all know the answer to this step, but I think it's a serious question. You know, does she want to be um, a patriot? Does she want to tell the American people about what was going on that day? Or does she want to be part of the cover up? Does she want to join the cover up club, which presently consists of Mark Meadows, um, uh, uh, Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, and she will be at least the fourth member if she decides that even though I have important, relevant and potentially incriminating information about what my father said and did, I'm not going to provide it. There's a term for that step. It's called a cover up. Did these yeah. people learn nothing from Watergate? Joe, exactly. Well, Glenn, you tweeted, I believe, about, you know, does the Supreme Court ruling on the records change the calculus 
for these other people because, the, you know, clearly they blew up that there's no, uh, what do you call it, executive privilege. As you said, there's no daddy-daughter privilege. Yeah. And it would seem to me that uh, Giuliani, et cetera, there's a, the crime-fraud exemption would say there's no attorney-client privilege. What, talk to us just about the privilege question. Yeah, so the key is, though, that the answer to the question, shouldn't the Supreme Court lay this executive privilege nonsense to rest? The answer is yes, if you care about the law. And these people don't care about the law. So they will continue to lodge, you know, uh, uh, legal challenges, mainly frivolous legal challenges. Some meritorious, like attorney-client, that's a real privilege. Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, that's a real privilege. Any number of these witnesses, Steph, like a Rudy Giuliani, could waltz in to the House Select Committee and say, I invoke the fifth. And he would be excused after invoking the fifth 500 times, like Eric Trump did <laughs> in New York. He would be excused because that's a legitimate privilege. Yeah. He gets to invoke that. You know, no matter how cruddy you are, the Constitution protects you against self-incrimination. But these people don't care what the Supreme Court has said about Trump having little to no executive privilege they're going to keep fighting the corrupt fight yeah uh sorry we have a lot of dog related activity this morning you brought up giuliani um so again not sort of a surprise but uh, it's still a legitimate bombshell that we know now giuliani is behind the fake elector thing um on december 14 2020 day of the electoral college vote uh republican electors convened in capitals of five states that biden won they declared themselves duly elected and qualified sent signed certificates uh, to Washington, um, the Trump electors gathered in plain sight, assisted by Rudy Giuliani, who said publicly that rival states were necessary and appropriate. Uh, these these were necessary and appropriate. Internally, Giuliani oversaw the effort. I mean, I, how is this not? Well, I mean, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel said this is a slam dunk, this fake elector yeah. case. What do you think? And one of the most interesting questions, I think, that ultimately the Department of Justice will have to confront is, are we dealing with one overarching conspiracy and we can pull a whole lot of different um, sort of strands of information and investigation into it? Or are we dealing with separate conspiracies? I can tell you, anytime we bring a big conspiracy case, like a RICO conspiracy yeah. case, every single defense team will attack our uh, indictment decision saying, no, 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 no. If this was anything, it was six little conspiracies. It wasn't one big conspiracy. This is beginning to feel, uh, particularly with the revelations about the fraudulent electors and Giuliani heading that up and, you know, Jeffrey Clark at DOJ and John Eastman with the bogus memo, how to, you know, overthrow the, the, the government. It feels like one big overarching conspiracy. And I hope that's the way DOJ gets after it. But then at some point we should talk about whether DOJ is going to get after it. Well, yeah, I mean, clearly all of the templates being exactly the same in the seven states would, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer, Glenn, but that seems to me to be pretty, uh, 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 you know, hard evidence. Not um, a coincidence. Right, 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 right. So uh, let's, where else do we go here? I, uh, so hang on. Uh, Harry Lippman had a tweet, wanted to get your take. Again, so many things swirling around this morning. He said, for reasons I've said for a while, Fulton County poses the most direct personal threat to Trump. The scandal is, uh, but the scandal is metastasizing quickly and now may t threaten Team Trump more than any is the forgeries. They've got Watergate level potential breadth. So what is your take? We got a lot of walls closing in. I mean, obviously, we have to talk about Fulton County requesting a special grand jury. 
And also yeah. because, primarily because she's not getting cooperation there, right? I mean, she said, yeah. uh, uh, Fanny, or sorry, it's Fanny Willis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is requesting a special grand jury to aid in her investigation of Trump and his efforts to overturn the uh, Georgia's election results. She said the move was needed because a significant number of witnesses and prospective witnesses has refused to cooperate with the investigation and absent a subpoena requiring their testimony, including Raffensperger. Um, such a low bar for what a good yeah. guy is on the Republican side, right? <laughs> like, people that do the one the right thing once, right? Are, but anyway, social called special purpose grand juries are rarely used in Georgia, but could be a valuable tool. Um, they can issue indictments, right? They can subpoena witnesses, compel production of documents, etc. So that's what people don't realize. They can't indict, but she needs to get to indictment. She needs the stuff they can compel, right? Yeah. So and I actually think there's a parallel that we can draw between what's going on in the House Select Committee and what we're learning about what's going on in Fulton County, Georgia, because think about this. Uh, Fawny Willis uh, asked the chief judge of the Fulton County Superior Court for permission to impanel a special grand jury. And I assume he's going to grant that permission. And that is because, according to D.A. Willis, some witnesses are not cooperating or at least they're not cooperating without a subpoena. Some witnesses want a subpoena staff for the protection of being able to announce to the world, look, yeah. I didn't want to cooperate, but I have a legal obligation or I could be held in contempt because now I have a subpoena. It's, it gives them cover. It's almost for show. But here's the thing. Remember how the House Select Committee has already talked with 400 witnesses, but there's that small batch, the cover-up caucus, who refuse to provide information, right? Down in Georgia, I suspect Fawny Willis has gotten cooperation from lots and lots of people in the special in the regular grand jury but some people are bucking her and that's why she needs the subpoena power of the special grand jury so yes i think georgia is moving out but here's the main point steph on the subpoena front and i think we need to start you know beating this issue like a rented mule all subpoenas are not created equal here's why that's so important congressional subpoenas we have come to learn are toothless mainly because Congress has extracted its own teeth by refusing to use its own inherent power of contempt to force testimony, right? So that's why we see the Jenna Ellis's of the world. Yeah. Did you see her tweet? She said, you know, the committee's just mad because they can't date me. Yeah. That's yeah. how she responded. Yes. I went to make sure that was not she's, a mock-up, right? She's a no, Photoshop We know tweet. AOC. She is no AOC. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. But yes, go ahead. But so so congressional subpoenas are largely toothless. I mean, the House yeah. Select Committee needs to keep doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, New York civil subpoenas, like were issued by Tish James to the Trumps, are not toothless, but they're civil and they can be fought in court and they take a long time. Georgia subpoenas, you you need to go to the chief judge and ask permission, can I please use a special grand jury? New York criminal subpoenas, like DA Alvin Bragg now, taking over for Vance, is using, you put somebody in the grand jury, they instantly get immunity. You know what the, the mother of all subpoenas are? Federal grand jury subpoenas. That's the kind of subpoena issued by the Department of Justice. 
They can't be defied. They can't be ignored. They can't be disregarded. Because if you defy a federal grand jury subpoena, we send the marshals to your house, you're locked up, and your butt is in the witness chair in the grand jury immediately. And guess what? You want to raise a privilege, Steph? You know what we do? We walk across to the chief judge's uh, courtroom. We litigate the privilege in real time. Done. No yeah. Don McGahn two years running out the clock. That is why DOJ needs to step up. They need to move out. They start. They, they need to start subpoenaing these people to the federal grand jury. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Tish James, our friend, uh, your friend of mine, Barb McQuaid, was on yesterday. It was interesting. You know, the Trump Organization statement, of course, just attacked her personally, didn't refute any of the, you know, uh, things she said in the. Uh, but, you know, I think Barb was saying she's, she feels she's been too public, you know, that that's given Trump's ammunition. But I, to me, I'm like, I'm sorry, running on putting criminals in prison is what mm-hmm. attorney generals do. And the Trumps have been criminals their entire life. If you, you know, follow the Pulitzer Prize winning New York Times story and more, fraud has been their business model. So how is that? I I, I don't see what's wrong with that. Her running saying I'm going to, you know, finally bring the Trumps to justice. Who, you know, like you say, been getting away with this for God knows how many years. Yeah, it's really not out of bounds to say when people commit crimes, particularly high government officials who we trust with very weighty responsibilities, they ought to be held accountable. They ought to be indicted, tried, convicted and punished. That is, you know, our nation and our rule of law. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, so you tweeted, if the DOJ fails to criminally indict Trump, Trump won't need Pence in 2024. He'll use the DOJ as his shadow running mate, claiming the DOJ's decision not to charge him his definitive proof that he committed no crime. It'll be like the DOJ co-signed everything Trump has done. I mean, this is what I, I'm glad the move that Fawny Willis just made, because I feel like aren't you having flashbacks to Mueller? Like you're like, right. He, they couldn't get to the underlying crime yeah. of criminal conspiracy because of all the obstruction. They successfully obstructed, and then Bill Barr successfully lied enough to the American people about what was in what Mueller did find that, you know, they get to keep repeating that. Mueller exonerated him when that is not the case. So this is what obviously is happening again. He actually used the same words. He said, my call in Georgia was more perfect than the Ukraine call. Right? Yeah, and and Steph, let me draw an analogy that will be unpopular in some quarters. Um, when we know that Trump stood by for more than three hours and gleefully watched his angry mob attack the Capitol and did nothing, I, I'm starting to feel, and I hesitate to say it because it is my beloved DOJ, like DOJ is watching our nation and our democracy being attacked for three hours, three months, three years, and they're standing by. They're standing back and standing by, and they're not addressing it in a way that has raised the anxiety level of this nation. It's raised my anxiety level. I mean, we need to know they're protecting us. They're protecting our democracy. They're fighting crime. And as everybody keeps observing, people way smarter than me, there is no outward indication that the Department of Justice is going after the people who orchestrated, funded, organized, and incited the attack on our democracy. They really need to get off the dime. Yeah. Does this Supreme Court ruling, I mean, I know you uh, uh, talked about that and obviously the investigative circle tightening. Does that move things quicker in any way? I mean, obviously for the other people we've talked about, I mean, they, they really, somebody I know of other legal experts were saying, like, it's hard to uh, underestimate what a smackdown this was legally for I- executive privilege in general, right? 
Yeah, I think one concrete way it may move things forward is in the event the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office was waiting for this decision from the Supreme Court to indict Mark Meadows. We're on day 39 of the Mark Meadows indictment. Watch, this is a man who 39 days ago was referred for prosecution. And weeks before that, um, he absolutely committed the crime of contempt of Congress. If you or I committed it, we would have been locked up promptly. So I hope maybe the U.S. attorney in D.C., Matt Graves, was waiting for the Supreme Court to say no executive privilege. So that clears the way for a Mark Meadows indictment. With a little luck, we'll see that in the near future. Yeah. Well, and also this fake elector scam. I mean, I hope Dana Nessel is correct that, yes, there can be state charges. but This is clearly a federal conspiracy when you have likely seven states that, you know, have the exact same template for, uh, you know, an illegal act like that. Right. And I saw Dana Nessel say that. I'm glad she's strong and outspoken and referred this to the feds for criminal investigation. But, Steph, this isn't a state problem. And we shouldn't leave it to Georgia or New York or Michigan to clean up what is a federal mess. This is a federal problem. Donald Trump committed federal crimes and he needs to be indicted federally. Well, and also you in terms of the seditious conspiracy charges, you tweeted the seditious conspiracy indictment ups the criminal ante on the foot soldiers of the insurrection. Now DOJ charged the command structure. I mean, this was a a big leap, right, that we now have seditious conspiracy. It was an important charge because now we know there was an organized effort to violently overthrow the U.S. government. But you know what? If you only take out the foot soldiers of the insurrection, you're allowing the command structure to do what? Recruit a whole new batch of foot soldiers and give it a second go. That's where we're headed if they don't start getting after Trump and company. Give us a throw us a bone before we leave. Uh, You you tweeted ex-girlfriend of Matt Gates granted immunity testifies before grand jury. Immunity is not granted lightly, is it? (laughs) No, no. And we only grant immunity when one, the person has a legitimate Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination that we need to deal with. We need to extinguish so we can pave the way to get their testimony to help us go after bigger fish. So the fact that she, one, was granted immunity and two, has been presented to the grand jury. I think that's one giant step toward Matt Gates being indicted. It's not a done deal. It's not a short thing, but it is way more likely now than it was before that information broke. Yep. All right. Thank you for the bone, and uh, thank you for your giant <laughs> gavel of justice. We will talk to you. Thanks, next, Steph. Talk to you next Love week. You. All right. There he goes. Aww. Love you.